right, and now a special message from the king himself, Elvis Presley. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. This here is the king. I know I haven't been around much for a while, but I want you all to know that up here in rock and roll heaven, I'll be thinking of you this Christmas. I'd like to give y'all a special Christmas message. A message of peace. Like, uh, how about a little piece of that pie going by? Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, like I was saying, Christmas is a time of hope, a time of joy, a time for loving. And I sure would love a big slice of that feature you got there. Thank you. Thank you very much. No worry about that. Oh, yeah, Christmas. That Christmas to me means family. And family means friends. And friends means getting together. And getting together means eat. Oh, pass me that drumstick, would you please? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And I just want to say to you right now, you know, I may be a big star, maybe too big, but ain't nobody so big you can't reach out a helping hand. Or a helping uh, hand. Uh, would you hand me a helping of those mashed potatoes over there, would you please? Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, like I was saying, ain't nobody so big you can't stoop to help a friend in need over the holiday season. Now, speaking of season, you want to pass me that salt sugar when you get the chance? Thank you. Yeah, just, just unscrew the cover. That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this Christmas, why don't y'all take a tip from old Elvis? Now, no, leave those steak tips right where they are. You know what I mean? Y'all, I appreciate it. Thank you. I want you to remember, we're all part of God's great big family. And you know God made man unto his own image. Look in the mirror, I'd have to say God must be a big, big son of a gun. You know what I mean? I think you do. But I especially want y'all to remember this one last thing. When you're all at home this Christmas, stringing that popcorn up on the tree, save a big, big bowl for the king. Extra butter, you know what I mean? I think you do. Like you. Hey, that was the king. Thank you, Elvis. Thank you for making your ghostly appearance in this holiday season. It's almost Thanksgiving. I can't even believe it. This year just flew by. I think it flew by for most people. I don't know. Um, listen, you can uh, call in on the show. Um, just kindly email me and and I'll send you the link. And uh, as soon as you call in, we'll start recording, you know. Cool? Cool. We'll be back right after this word from our sponsors. Waiter. Waiter. Bill, did you ever see this poor service? I'm going to call a manager. Take it easy, Walt. What's mostly wrong is your grouch. I'm sorry, Phil, but my digestion is so upset. What you may need for your poor digestion is something that works after nature's own order. Try Carter's Little Liver Pills. Good advice. When your digestion is upset and you feel headachy and irritable, take Carter's Little Liver Pills. You see, each day, nature normally produces about two pints of a vital digestive juice to help digest your food. If nature fails, your food may remain undigested, leaving you headachy and irritable. To feel cheerful and happy again, take Carter's Little Liver Pills. They increase the flow of this vital digestive juice quickly, often in as little as 30 minutes. And you're on the road to feeling better. Don't depend on artificial aids to counteract indigestion when Carter's Little Liver Pills aid digestion after nature's own orders. Take Carter's Little Liver Pills as directed. Get them at any drugstore, only 25 cents. Uh, thank you, President Carter, for your uh, liver pills. Oh, it wasn't President Carter? <laughs> Whatever. Um, 
I don't know. I think my father used to take them and uh, he died of uh, uh, liver uh, malfunction. <laughs> no, not really. Hey, the folks over at Alka-Seltzer. That's what I take every day before the podcast. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is, right? Be right back. You worked too hard and ate too much. The cheesecake made you greedy. But your aching head and stomach hear this message from old Speedy. Alka-Seltzer, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Ah, those Speedy Alka-Seltzer bubbles burst into action to relieve your upset stomach and aching head fast. It was only as directed. Oh, what a relief it is. What a relief. Yeah, what a relief. Sure was. Now, this, this is, that's the medicine, Alka-Seltzer. That's the medicine my, uh, uh, father really took. He was big on Alka-Seltzer. And I was always amazed by the, uh, you know, I couldn't believe he was drinking that stuff. It's like really salty if anybody's ever tried it, you know. And it does fizz like crazy and you're supposed to drink it while it's fizzing and it's like, oh man, ew. But uh, I was never a big proponent of uh, Alka-Seltzer. Um, Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, what's your plans? What are you doing? I'm probably going to have a TV dinner um, on my little card table up in my dark, dank attic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Man, I paint a pretty picture, huh? <clears throat> oh, boy. So today we're talking about a couple different entertainers who really put pranks on the map. Um... <clears throat> as far as uh, in the di- digital age, you know. Um, but the Jerky Boys were great with the prank phone calls. I mean, they were king. They were king back in the day. So just search out the Jerky Boys, and I want to thank them for uh, letting me put on a few recordings for your enjoyment, if you had never heard of them. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Ed Bassmaster, my hero. He's my hero for for lots of reasons. I mean, and the main one is, like I mentioned before, when I, I lost uh, my first son uh, in September of 2017. And um, I had been listening to Ed for years, at least 10, 10 11 years now. And I knew he was going to hit hit it big because he's just talented and he's a very humble guy. Um I know his mom. His mom is so funny, too, um, with the sharding and, you know, Beatrice Steinberg. Hilarious. And she actually came into my work a lot when I used to work for Giant and Nadelli. And I would always say hi to her and trick her. One day I tricked her. I forget exactly what I did, but I was acting goofy. And I said, look, there's a hidden camera up there. I got you. She believed me for a minute, but I said, I let her off the hook. No, there's nothing there. <clears throat> Just, you know, as a as a, a ode to her son, um, Ed. <clears throat> Sorry for the throat clearing out. But, um, so pretty much over the years, listening to him has keep me in good cheer. By nature, um, I'm a very happy person, and I try to project love and, and smiles and... I'm one of these people where, okay, if I'm thinking about something or not smiling, 
people get um, upset, you know, because they're used to me smiling. It kind of brings uh, sunshine to their day. <coughs> Excuse me with the coughing. <coughs> Damn. Uh, I got allergies left and right. I was listening to my last last uh, three podcasts prior, and uh, I'm sniffing a lot, I noticed. So I got to stop doing that. Uh, but I constantly nose running with allergies. It's retarded, man. So my youngest son, Ryan, who passed away um, this past December, uh, December of 2018. Um, wow, it's almost a year. That makes no sense. So it's been difficult. And uh, listening to Ed Bassmaster and his characters and mumbles and uh, Tequila, uh, whom he actually worked for somebody... Uh, with that name, and who actually told them it's not tequila, it's tequila. So that that's hilarious stuff. So I frequent, you know, being a uh, film actor, I frequent movies a lot. And uh, my sons uh, love movies. Ryan, my youngest son Ryan loved movies, probably more than uh, Brandon. And uh, we went to the Regal Twenty Two in Warrington. And I, you know, this is like a good, maybe eight years ago, man. And I had known of Ed Bassmaster, and I, I spotted him right away. I was, I'm probably one of the first few people who recognized him in public. I'm not sure. I'd have to ask him, which would be cool. Love to go on his podcast, that's for sure. Um, and have him on mine. But <laughs> I think he'd laugh at how I'm doing this, I'll tell you that. So anyway, we're coming out or going in the movie, Ryan and I, and I see I see Ed, you know, and he's, he was a lot shorter than I thought, but... Definitely was hit. Definitely was Ed, and I think he's with his. He was either with his wife or his mom. I don't quite remember. Um, but I told him on the spot, "Hey, man, you're gonna get big. You're gonna get big." I think he was just looking at me like I was nuts. So, <laughs> but if anybody, you know, anybody who knows me, I'm very gregarious. I am um, very outgoing. I can talk to anybody. So, and it was a great experience. It seems like my son and I, Ryan. Oh my God, excuse me. I need a delay button here. It seems like my son and I always ran into uh, celebs at the movies, you know, just haphazardly. It's just really weird. But yeah, Ed is a prankster from way back. Uh, He does video pranks. He does characters. Um, I always knew he was going to rock it to the top. And he's worked hard at it, and it's paying off now, finally, for him. I'm so happy for him. I think of him as a friend, and even though we're not close. So, you know, I don't want to be one of these weird fans. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not a stalker, man. I'm in the entertainment business, too, okay? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the subject of today's um, podcast, Pranksters and... And uh, the Jerky Boys and Ed Bassmaster, basically. Two of my big influences. So, anyway. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Yes, come on in. Come in. Anybody there? That's weird. Nobody's there. It's like my listeners. There's no one out there. You can practically hear the crickets. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, man, because I love it. I, lo- I totally love it. And my goal is to have a genuine bona fide podcast to save up enough money for, you know, the whole setup, switcher, sound effects, the microphones, and the computer to uh, to put it out there. And I also want it on video, too. I was looking at the Sling, um, Sling Studio. It's a little pricey, but it looks pretty cool, so I'm going to check that out. Anyway. Coming up next is another hilarious uh, fake song by by Bob Rivers and Twisted Radio. So do a search on that. It's a, it's a funny album. The whole thing's funny. Um, as far and and the Jerky Boys, you know, make sure you search the Jerky Boys to hear more. Um, there's also really some really awesome uh, skits that I haven't played um, by the Jerky Boys, and of course at Bassmaster. Okay, so I want to play a uh, Bob Rivers uh, Twisted Radio song, and then we'll jump into uh, one of Ed's most requested prank. Uh, it's it's the prank that uh, pretty much I think it really catapulted him his uh, videos on YouTube. So um, and it's just funny. All right, I'll be right back. Enjoy. Take baseball and shove it. I ain't watching it no more. The owner's done went and called off the season. The money grubbing whores. They're never gonna get another nickel from me. Cause I'm a walking out the door. Take baseball and shove it. I ain't watching it no more. season tickets for pertin' near 15 years. All this time I spent my money on overpriced souvenirs. I bought a lot of hats and stupid little bats when I had a bunch of bills to pay. I wish that I could take it all back. I don't give a hoot if they play. Take these bats and shove them. You ain't swinging them no more. The players walked out on the best damn season in 40 years or more. I really don't care if they came back today because I'll be watching some other sports. So take these bats and shove them. You ain't swinging them no more. So take baseball and shove where the sun don't shine no more. Or as we say over in my place, don't let the door hit you where the pig bit you. I bet poor Joe DiMaggio spinning in his grave. Oh, he is? Oh, sorry, Joe. Can we do that again? Oh, look at that. <laughs> what are you wiping the windows? <laughs> oh, look at that. That's nice and shiny. 
Uh, it's a 78. Yeah, it's looking good. It looked really good. Yeah, it's got original paint, too. I mean, yeah. For me, must have put the thing away in its Long Island, New York garage every day of its life. Oh, go figure. Look at that. Oh, yeah, look it, at that. Got it for 700 bucks. Now, it's real clean. It can work on it. It's whatever. The things are not packed real Right, good right, right, right. There's still a lot of room to work on. <laughs> so, with yeah. consideration, right. you know, I'll go down. You'll uh, still do it. Park that 700 park that, <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> you know, when I see a car like this, first thing I do is I say, would you look at this? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Oh, would you look at that? Yeah, well. Would you look at that? Yeah, there's a few more blemishes on the car. The car oh, my gosh. Just car, look at the it. The car is not perfect. Just look at it. <laughs> just look at it. Yeah, well. What the heck is that? <laughs> oh, look at this. You got me running all around the car. <laughs> yeah, the only thing. Oh, would you look at that? Put that just one. look at that. I can't pull it out either. I'd have to drill it. Would you just look it at it? Yeah, it's sad. It's the only mark. I mean, just car. look at it. Yeah. I mean, just get a look at that. A cop did that. A cop. Oh, where is he? I'd like to look at him. Yeah, went, over, went, over, went over and tried to fight it. Yeah. They told me we're not required to post warnings here in New Jersey. Oh, would you look at that? You're Listen, I got pulled state. over in Jersey twice for not wearing a seatbelt in the passenger oh, seat. Yeah. In the passenger oh, seat. Really? And got a forty dollar oh, ticket. Yeah. I right. said, well, would, you that? The they they would, would you look at that? Would you look at that? Would you look at it? I was so mad. Basically, they got to earn their money the old Yeah. Way. Whenever a cop writes you out a ticket, the first thing you do is you take the ticket and you say, would you look at this? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, if I'd have done that, the cop did it and I wasn't there that night. Yeah. Uh, you should have said, look at this, and I would have probably got you off if you told them to look well, at it. That's the thing. Yeah. I What's, went over there yeah, the first this, time oh, to look fight at this. it. Yeah, you got to look at and it. Yeah. Look at this. There. Yeah, right. Because he had to look at it first. He didn't show up. Yeah, because he, he had to look at it. Because he had to look at this. You know what the judge did? He probably he told you to look at it. Postponed oh, the case. Of a, he probably had to look at it and say, look at this. And I asked him the second time I went over See, I figured I was just going to get off. And then he said, look at it. Right. And he said, look at this. And I asked, the, mm -hmm. I asked the cop, where yeah. were you the last time? He said, the last I'm time you said, look at this. <laughs> my guess is. He I, probably did that. Oh, would you look at this? Oh, would you look at that? Oh, look at that. What an idiot. Would you look at this? Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at this. I'd have to I'd have to drill it out. I've tried getting under here. <laughs> oh, would you look at that? You got oh, under? Wheel, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Get from behind look at that. You can't do it. Oh, look at this. Look at that. Yeah, look see, at this. And if you tell that to the cop, they're not going to give you any consideration. Oh, look at that. I, you got to look at it this way, okay? You just got to look at it. That's all you can do anymore. Yeah, I looked at it as right, and I, uh, I see you now. Sure, I have all that shit, tough guy. Okay, talk to my boss. Right. Okay? Yeah. I tell him everything. You have a summary of experience. Put your boss on. I'll talk to him. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, may I help you? Call it about the job. What do you mean, what about the job? Are you applying for a job? That's right, tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. I work on race cars. Excuse me? I worked on race cars for 18 years. On race cars? Yes. You have New York City inspection license? Yes, I do. All right. Where are you working now? 
Well, right now, I just had to leave an old job because of differences with my fucking boss. Huh? I had problems with my boss. You had troubles with your boss? Right. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you what. You can come down and see me tomorrow. Yeah, huh? Should I bring my fucking tools? Excuse me? Should I bring my toolbox? Wait a minute. I'll tell you what. I'll call you tomorrow. Call you when? Excuse me? Call you when? Call me tomorrow. I don't think you can talk like that. You know, you don't have to call me and talk to me like that. All right, Lynn, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come down with my tools tomorrow and I start work tomorrow. You gonna come down and start work tomorrow? Yes or no? I got... Oh, wait a minute. I gotta hire you first, guy. Well, I'm the best. You're the best? That's right. Okay. I'm serious. I know. I'll work circles around you. I'll wrap your fucking head in with a ratchet. Huh? Uh, and you don't have anybody down there that works like me. Oh, yeah? That's right. Okay. Okay? All so right. I'll see you tomorrow with my tools, fuckface. Hello? Yeah, where's Paul? Who's, who's calling? I'm calling about the job, salesperson. Harder. Hello? Yeah, Paul. Speaking. What do you need me to sell, babe? Excuse me? What do you need me to sell? I'm calling about the salesperson job. What do I need you to sell? Yeah, sell cars? What's the story here? You sell cars? You got it. Where do you sell them? I sell them up in Middletown, upstate New York. I had a little problem over there, though. That's uh, something I don't want to talk about. Middletown? Yeah. Okay. What's your name? Paul. Paul Rizzo. Paul what? Paul Rizzo. Rizzo? Yeah. Where do you live? I live upstate. Okay. That's a long haul from, uh... Yeah, well, you know, for some people, maybe. Okay. Let's talk about selling cars, Paul. Okay. What do you... I could sell whatever you need sold, I'll sell it. You got... Bring in a tank, I'll sell the fucking thing. Yeah, how far away do you live, though? About 60 miles. 60 miles? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm there early every day. I am worried. I'm worried about mileage on a car. Yeah, don't worry. I use my own car, Paul. Okay. I drive it silly. Silly. Now, why do you want to drive 60 miles to go to work? Hey... That's my business. Are you you want to sell cars through me or what? See, I had problems up there in Middletown. I got to get the hell out of that area. I grab some guy. He's, uh, you know, uh, he don't know if he wants to buy. I, I push his face right in the fucking hood. You know, tell you, but you buy this fucking car, I'll break your fucking head. I had problems over there, Paul. Well, it sounds like if you did that, you'd have problems anywhere. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's hard times. These fuckers, they got to buy. I need, you know, I need dough like anyone. So what do you think? We got something going here or what? I don't know. I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, you see, hey, we're off to a bad start. You know? But I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, we'll see, uh... Well, I could tone it down a bit, you know? Maybe choke a few people here and that's about it. <laughs> hey, it works. You think it's funny? It works. I sell. Yeah, but I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, I'm silly. I'm telling you, I'm silly. Yeah, I don't run that kind of operation. some leaks up in the roof there? Yeah. I had some guys here yesterday, some Mexican, little Mexicans, they're up there whacking away at my roof. They tell me this, that, and the other thing. Next thing you know, it rains. I got the rain coming right down inside. I went up there, you know, they're, they're trying to show me this, that. I fired the two of the fuckers off on their fucking head. They don't know what the fuck they're doing up there. My wife's up there poking around. She's making like she knows what the fuck is up. I fired her down onto the fucking car. <laughs> now, what I need here, buddy, is I need this fucking thing done right. Tell me what you can do for me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm not fucking putting you on, man. This is aggravate me now. 
This shit's going on a lot. My wife, she's up there poking around like she knows what the fuck she's doing. I kick her right up the fucking ass, threw her down onto the fucking car. <laughs> Show me what you can do now. I, need, I, I really need this. It's all along the side of the fucking house. The water's coming in like a sieve. <laughs> hey, this is a fucking joke, huh? Come on, buddy. Help me out here. Okay, what's your name? Frank Rizzo. Spell it. R-I-Z-Z-O. R-I-Z-Z-O. Yeah, now this problem, this has been going on for years now. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The rain just comes in. It's like buckets on my fucking head. It's getting out of line now. I got the fucking kids up there playing on the fucking roof. This is bullshit. Give me your address. It's 503 Fifth Street. 503 Fifth Street. All right, listen. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You go up there with the kettles, the pots, the fucking hot shit? What do you do? Talk to me. Well, I have to come see what... All right, because you know what happens. See, I got a lot of fucking problems. These little these little Mexican fuckers, they were up there with the hot shit. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking joking. They were up there slapping each other with the hot mops. I don't need this kind of shit. All right? Yeah. So I had to go up there. I threw the two fuckers right down in the yard. Split their fucking heads. Out of here. Well, who'd you hire to do that? I don't know the name of the fuckers. I thought I was going to get a little break on the price. The little bastards are up on the roof running around like fucking retards. Huh. Well... One of them come through the fucking window. He thinks he's cute. He's playing his little games. He fired his friend through my fucking window. He landed down in the living room. <laughs> hey, I can't have this shit. Gee, many Christmas. All right, Bob. You help me out there. Okay. All right? I want you to come over here. You look at the fucking roof. You get your hands right in there and get your hands fucking dirty and you see what the problem is. Uh-huh. All right? We'll see if we can fix this shit up. Huh. Okay? Hey, I'll give you a call. All right, if I get in your way, anything like that, you fire me down into the fucking yard, okay? Okay. All right. Bye. So we're back. We're back. We're back. Today's episode, we're talking about, uh, you know, pranks and uh, some pioneers of pranking. Jerky Boys, Ed Bassmaster. Um, there's several more uh, that I can't really think of. And I'm wondering where Gemma is. Gemma! Gemma! There she is, the queen of the show, baby! Oh my goodness. You are the queen of the show. I can't believe it. You know the queens, they really run the countries, right? (laughs) Yeah. They do! Yeah. Why is this exasperating to you? I don't get it. Because I'm not a flashy person. Oh, okay. I don't, I, I am, I am. I am me. Me, and me is the one hiding in the market in peasant's clothes. Yes. Um, did you, uh, do you know what the topic is? Is it pranks? Yeah, pranks, practical jokes. And since we're on that subject, I was wondering what you think of April Fool's Day. What's your take on April Fool's Day? Do you pull pranks on people or at all? Or I mean, when I was in elementary school, I guess <laughs> I tried. Gotcha. Um, the closest thing I got to a prank was actually a class assignment. Right. <clears throat> it was my acting one-on-one, and I convinced my entire class I was pregnant. <laughs> wow. Well, it's acting, so... And they fell for it too. Yep, got an A. Well, you were always, you were very well endowed at a young age, which was it had it had a lot of disadvantages to it. But 
Let's keep it light. Let's talk about that Frank. That had nothing to do with my assignment. No, it didn't, but I think it lent a hand in them believing you. Mm. No? No. Oh, all right. I just thought that would be the case. Um, so I'm playing a lot of Jerky Boys, and I'm telling people to probably most listeners won't know who they are. But they were like pioneers of the crank phone call. And they got some hilarious stuff. And um, I only play, we only heard Ed Bassmaster's most famous, would you, would you look at that? It has like 32 million views, some crazy number. Um, but there's a lot of people out there, I was thinking there's a lot of people out there, uh, specifically who just, they think that these kind of pranks with hidden cameras are not fun. They think it's making fun of the people, or they think it's mean. Depends on the angle and the subject matter. Right, exactly. And so, that's, I agree, because people I talk to, they blanket the whole thing as being bad. And it's not. I mean, look at Candid Camera. You want to talk about a prank show? It was very, very popular. But, I mean... And then they told them afterwards. It's not like they're being filmed to make fun of. They're just seeing a human reaction to a weird scenario. I get it. I get the dislike. I get the the hesitation. I mean, especially with, like, what would you do out now? It's not really a prank show. It's actors and actresses doing, like, racially tensioned situations and scenarios. And often it's, like, children and... Like it's to get the reaction of the adults around, and yep. like it's not a it's prank show. show. It's a, it's a serious like. Yeah, I love that show. Think actually. piece, but I think people. It, doesn't like, that show always surprise you? Not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but doesn't it always re- surprise you? People's reactions. For the for the most part, they're positive. Yeah. For the most part. And then if there's a negative reaction, somebody else steps in with a positive one. So it's never really like... Right. Um, you know... All bad. There's always somebody who's sticking up for the situation, whether they believe in... Whatever it is. Right. Well, see, they show them letting them in on everything... Which is always a good segment, um, but I'm not—I don't know for sure or not. But I'm, I would almost say, yeah, as far as permission-wise, uh, as far as Ed Bassmaster goes, I think he—he'll do the thing first, and then uh, they'll ask, if, you know, can we put this up on YouTube and have him sign a paper? I'm pretty sure that he does that. Well, everyone has to do that, like yeah. for legal purposes, like right. even candid camera. Oh yeah afterwards there's a release yeah and they might say no and then they just can't release it so i think uh all fool's day as they called it april fool's day had its origins in the 15th 16th century 18th 17th 18th century you know all through those centuries um uh, i had read a story about how they would let a court jester or somebody like run the kingdom before a day uh, of course, there's, there goes our stellar research. 
Are you there? Je Hello, John. Gemma. Gemma. What? Are you here? I am letting you ramble as you do so well. Oh, okay. Ramble on. Leaves are falling all around. Time I was on my way. <laughs> oh my God. So, uh, Mr. Bassmaster has the whole setup now, man. Holy, holy awesome. I love it. Um, he's getting more unreachable, though. He's got the manager thing going on. I don't even know if I message him on the gram if it's even him reading it. That's how big he's getting. So he deserves it. I was saying earlier in the program, he does. He's worked so hard. And uh, you weren't here. You were on your way or something. I related a story about how Ryan and I ran into him at the Regal 22. I don't think it was 22 at the time. Um, but it was like eight years ago. It was him and his mom. Yeah. It was even before anybody would really recognize him. I think I was one of the first two who did or could, you know, for some reason. Because I just watched his YouTube videos. And I remember back then, you know, I didn't want to be like bothersome and they were just coming out of the movie and they could I don't he looked stunned that he was stopped and recognized yes and uh, I I told him that you you were going to be big I don't know you know I forget exactly what I said I said you're going to be big you're going to go right to the top or some shit like that and I think he just looked at me like I was crazy you know <laughs> like <laughs> but it was true and uh, I'm it's kind of cool to see him because I, I, I love his humor. Uh, so, anyway. We're going to go. We'll be right back after this. One moment, please. Andy, may I help you? Yeah, let me speak to Brett Weir. Uh, who's calling? Is he in? Yeah, who's calling? Look, jerky, I don't need to talk to you. You don't need to talk to me? Get right where I said. Hold on. You're upstairs repairing something. You want me to call you back? Well, this is the super across the way. Yeah. And uh, he was supposed to take care of some business for me, and I'm very angry at that little jerk. All right, now I'm going to break his fucking head. Now, what do you want me to do? Get in touch with you where? Uh, you, he knows what the fuck I'm talking about. And don't have me come down there for you either, tough guy. You tell him to see me. Super across the street? You got it, punk. Okay, I'll tell him. Yeah. Yes, yeah, how you doing? Who's in charge over there? What can I do for you, sir? Well, listen, I bought 400 square feet of kitchen ceramic tile there today. Okay. All right, now fucking half of these things are busted. Okay. All right, now I'm very angry here. What kind of tile you got, sir? Well, they were kitchen. They were like a brownish color, ceramic tile. Which brownish color? You have a name on it? Yeah. It's tan. It's like a tan of sandalwood, whatever the fuck you guys call it. Uh, what's the name, sir? Well, here's the problem, jerky. Half of them are broken. You understand? And I got a job to do. Uh, sir, we, we, we can talk somewhere, uh, you know. Hey, don't give me the somewhat shit. It's always a problem with you guys. Who am I speaking to? This is Frank. Frank Rizzo. Huh? Frank Rizzo! Open your fucking ears, jackass.
Hey, thank you so much for checking out the show, man. It's, uh, it's, um, I'm trying to get better and I'm trying to entertain you guys and, uh, check it out next Saturday. I'll do a trailer midweek to tell you what we're going to do. Cool. Peace out. God bless.